You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. episode number 1285. Like talk to someone that's just getting started. Like how can they use silence to their benefit, whether they're on the phone with a seller or kneecap to kneecap? Like let's, let's give an example. Well, the perfect example is right when you drop your offer to them. If you drop a price, an offer price or a solution that you have that you can provide, and then you remain silent, they will fill the space. And I oftentimes find that they end up talking themselves into going ahead and saying, yes, if I just sit still and I don't say anything, they usually say it out loud. They'll talk themselves into it because nobody is comfortable with silence. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. Welcome to the Wholesaling Inc. Podcast. I'm your host today, Brent Bowers, the land man. And today I have a little bit different kind of an episode for you. I'm bringing Jen Wei, we call her Sales Jen Wei, onto the podcast today. And Jen Wei has been working directly with me in my land and house buying company since April 2016. Now, as you all know, I don't do houses anymore. And Jen also shifted with me on that. But now recently, Jen has retired. She's actually, she bought a farm. Uh, She paid off all of her debt by making some really, really smart investments and living frugally, frugally. That's a hard word for me to say. But Jen has recently started training other people on how she's accomplished all this, a lot of this with sales. And guys, I'm not a salesperson. So I hired a good salesperson and that was Jen. I would send out the postcards. We'd send out the land offer letters and Jen was the person on the other end of the line. I am not a good salesperson. So I found a good salesman, salesperson, you know, or sales lady. Her name is Jen Wei. I'm going to interview her today, but it's, it goes off of the who, not how written by Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Benjamin uh, Hardy there, but uh, Jen's going to share a lot of techniques on you know how to get more deals quickly. You know, getting down to that why. Why would someone call you on that forty-seven cent postcard and then just continuing to drill down on there? She's looking for the three top things, the three top reasons why selling that property, selling that parcel of land would help them. So hopefully, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, Jen's an amazing bulldog. Don't let her her slow, sweet self make you think that she's not an amazing salesperson. She will get in there and she will come with the contract. And she's also teaching my land sharks how to get more contracts, how to get more land deals. So this was a super long introduction, a lot longer than what I usually do, but I felt this podcast really deserved that. Hopefully enjoy the episode. Jen Wei, welcome to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. How are you today? Thank you so much for having me. I am fabulous. How are you doing, Brent? I'm really good, really good. Well, in 30 to 60 seconds, tell Rhino Nation about yourself, Jen. I am a, uh, I'm a sales coach. I teach people how to communicate better and get more yeses out of their leads. More yeses, more yeses. What is the value of a yes? Value of a yes is a deal. That's how we make money. If we want to put profit first, we got to close the deals first, right? Yes, absolutely. Deals close. Yeses equal more deals close. Well, before you became a sales coach, what were you doing before that? 
Before this, I actually worked for a long time in the real estate investment industry. I had been working out here in Colorado doing wholesaling first. Then we started flipping houses. Before that, I worked in a lot of different sales positions. I sold everything from brand new Ford trucks to Verizon internet at your house. So I've got a lot of experience across a lot of different industries in sales. I love it. So when we met in April 2016, we were just starting basically wholesaling houses out in Colorado Springs. I was in the military. I brought you on as the acquisition manager and you bought you know, almost all the houses and then we pivoted into lands and you bought most of those as well. So, you know, I'm a huge fan of the who, not how, you know, how to, how to get things done is not always what we need to focus on, but who can do it? Cause you were the who, because I was preparing for my third combat deployment. So it was always training, always gone in the field. We'd send all these, these letters and this marketing and you were the person talking to these sellers and basically building the rapport, getting the yeses. And that's how we were able to accomplish so much so quick. Tell people, tell Rhino Nation a little bit about that. And, you know, just the power of, of just being a good salesperson. And a lot of people listening to this might not be salespeople. I don't think I'm a good salesperson, but those skills can be learned, right? Or am I, am I completely wrong? Oh, absolutely. Skills can be learned. And Brent, you and I were a match made in heaven when we met. I wanted the freedom to talk to people and help them out with the situations that they were in and you were busy. So you let me take that baton and run with it. And that was the best thing I think you could have done for both of us in that situation. The who not how is absolutely the key here. And I think that you and I were a match made in heaven in that reason. I love talking to people. I love making deals. And you recognize that so that you could focus on working on your business while I was working in it. And I would say that absolutely sales can be trained because I'm not teaching rocket science over here. I'm teaching simple solutions on how to communicate with people, how to actually hear what's going on with them, the exact questions to ask to figure out what it is you can do to help them. And my entire program is based around teaching you how to bring value to the table Because as far as I'm concerned, when you have a product or a service that you're trying to sell, if there's not value to the people that you're talking to, then you're essentially just conning them into saying yes. And my program is designed around actually helping people. And I'm, I'm sure everybody around me is sick of hearing this one, but you hear me say all the time, how can I help? Yeah. And that's, that's one thing is uh, I wrote down a bunch of words that you just said, communicate, hear, help them. Uh, not conning them into selling a property at a massive discount because at the end of the day, you're not going to talk anybody into giving their parcel of land away or their house away unless it benefits them. And I know you were huge on that. Like you would spend an hour sometimes talking to a seller. So just having those listening skills and really painting the picture with their benefit in mind. Absolutely. I think a lot of people go into a sales presentation or a sales pitch, whatever it might be, and they think that they have an agenda. You know, they kind of pre plan what they're going to say to people. And instead, I think people should think about replying to what they actually say. Right. Don't. Well, that would take listening. And then I'm trying to think of what I'm going to say next. 
Absolutely. I tell everybody, keep a notepad next to you. Instead of needing to say the thing while they're still talking, write it down instead. Active listening is an extremely valuable skill. And that's part of it. Not, you know, letting them actually people get through everything they're going to say and then reply. When you're on the phone or you're sitting kneecap to kneecap or belly to belly with the seller, I know you did it both ways with the business that we were running in Colorado Springs. I know a lot of the land sellers, you didn't meet them, but a lot of the house sellers you did uh, meet, you went and drove to these houses and sat with them for hours sometimes. But did you ever ask permission to take notes? When I was face to face? Yeah. Or on the phone. Um, I've not actually asked permission to take notes. No, I just, I take a ton of them. Yeah. No, I I was just curious because I did that the other day. I was talking to someone on the phone and I said, Hey, you mind if I take some notes? Like, this is really good stuff, what you're saying. And I saw, like I was on video, I saw their eyes light up. Like someone actually cares what I have to say (laughs) because we don't get that in life. Sometimes, you know, our, our spouses or our friends, we're talking and, and they're not listening. They're preoccupied with what's on their cell phone. But I think you just giving that one-on-one attention to someone because what, what do people want? They want to be heard. They want to be understood. They want to be validated. So that's one thing I'm going to start doing now is like, you might if I take notes, what you're saying is really cool. I personally believe that COVID created a pretty unique experience for everybody. And that at this point in time, everybody is craving the human to human interaction. They want to talk. They want to be listened to. And the average intensity span has gone from, I think, almost two minutes to about 17 seconds. So we're fighting this constant battle with keeping people engaged because their attention spans are short, but also making sure they understand that we're just here to listen. Nobody just sits and listens anymore. Well, one of the reasons, like, actually, don't let me just brush over that. You know, listening is huge. Active listening is massively huge. And, you know, I think one reason why people don't listen is because, and correct me, like, tell me if you think this is wrong. I'd love to hear like from a sales trainer, Jen, do you think they're afraid of the silence between the conversation? Absolutely. People hate silence. It's uh, using the silence to your advantage is actually one of the tools that I use or that I teach in my class. People hate silence. Yes. And they will fill that with words. But I think mostly people are just being programmed to have to do multiple things at the same time. And when we bring it back to, no, I'm just here to talk to you and listen to what you have to say, it really means things to people. Yeah, yeah. And, and two things on that. Like, how do you want... For, actually, let me, let me ask the first question. Is how do you use silence to sell? You know, how does Gen Way do it? Like, say you're talking to a land seller or maybe even a land buyer or a house seller. You know, we've got a lot of aspiring wholesalers listening to this, whether it be in houses or land. Like, talk to someone that's just getting started. Like, how can they use silence to their benefit, whether they're on the phone with a seller or kneecap to kneecap? Like, let's, let's give an example. Well, the perfect example is right when you drop your offer to them. If you drop a price, an offer price or a solution that you have that you can provide, and then you remain silent, they will fill the space. And I oftentimes find that they end up talking themselves into going ahead and saying, yes, if I just sit still and I don't say anything, they usually say it out loud. They'll talk themselves into it. 
because nobody is comfortable with silence. All right, let's do an example. Let's do a role play. I'm the seller. You're the buyer. I've got, I don't know, a house for sale. Like, let's do an example. Okay, guys, uh, pre-warning, don't hang up when you hear silence here in a second. Uh, We will not be done with the call. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good disclaimer. Let's just go ahead. We'll avoid all the pre- you know, pre-conversation, finding out why you're doing this, what are the most important things to you, trying to figure out the solutions I can provide. And right when I'm ready to close you, I'm going to tell you, well, Brent, it looks like um, I'm going to be able to help you out today. I'm going to be able to take care of getting the house off your hands. You're not going to have to worry about cleaning anything up here, leave the furniture, we'll take care of it. We're going to get this property moved in 45 days or less for you. So we'll get you to that closing table here in the next month, month and a half. And I can get this all done for you for $178,000 today. Uh, see, I didn't like the silence. So I had to say something. So I felt it with a uh, $178,000. That's a little lower than what I was hoping for. Okay, well, I can, go ahead. I could maybe do 188000 <laughs> I think right now the, uh, and I'm going to go off role play here, guys. The, the part I wanted to show you there was if you don't speak after your offer, even Brent admits, he feels like he has to fill the silence. Yeah. And, and also, I wanted to break role play when you were talking about, I don't have to take out any of the furniture. I don't have to clean it. I don't have to, I don't have to do anything. It can be out in 45 days. You're not saying that because you're thinking of it's something I might like. It's something that I brought up on the phone conversation about how I need at least 45 days. I, I Gosh, I don't know what I'm going to do with all this stuff. I don't have a way to move all this stuff. We're downsizing. I don't have money for a storage unit. Like you're saying my needs and my greeds back to me as right before you drop that that low price that you've got to offer for you to make profit on that parcel or on that property. Absolutely. So it's uh, something I call a value pile. I am going to uh, very slowly, like shavings make piles, build a pile of value with all the little things, all the big things that I'm going to do for you. And through my conversation with you, I know which ones are actually your top three. And so those are the solutions that I'm going to provide to you and give you a check. And that's how I close deals. I love it. Well, let's go into this. So I run the Land Sharks. You come into our support calls quite a bit because you and I have done, geez, over 300 land deals together. And you give a lot of value on those weekly support calls. You just do a support call at the end of the month and you are actively training several, several land sharks. Um, I don't even know how many, uh, but uh, every week I hear, you know, Jen helped us get us our first deal or Jen helped me train my acquisition manager. We just made $30,000 net profit on a land deal from some of Jen's techniques. So like, I want to hear about that. Like, I want to hear like, you know, some wins, like let's do a student case study or or what, what your students are seeing going through your sales training, your one-on-one training that you do with them or, and also with the land sharks. You know, I think that for the most part, I've been bringing structure to their calls. And For a lot of people, when you're just starting out, it's extremely overwhelming. You have to figure out how to do mail. You need to know 
how to do accounting. You got to figure out all these different parts of your business. And I think oftentimes people think that they're just going to get on the phone and if people want to sell their house or sell their land and for a cheap price, then okay, they'll get a deal. But if you're very conscious and you actually have structure in what you're doing when it comes to that sales side, you can not only be more efficient, but you're going to get yourself in a position where you're also building up that pipeline while you're closing deals right now. And so most of my students, I actually reached out to a few of them before this podcast because I wanted to make sure I wasn't just guessing. But most of my students have said that getting real structure in their calls has made a huge difference for them. Um, I'd like to use, uh, I don't know if I should replace the names so we can rename. Uh, no, rename. use the names. Okay, all right. Give so, them a shout out. All right. So good old Ray Lawton had reached out to me. He was thinking about promoting his uh, VA from just doing intake calls to actually doing the sales calls. And he and I met with her before he decided to enroll her. And as soon as we were done talking, I called him and I said, yes, she's got the ingredients. She absolutely has them. Give me a chance here. Let's see what we can do. Jeanette had zero sales experience before she started selling for Ray. Last week, she told me that she signed up a deal every single day that week. What kind of deal? I need to know what kind of deals these are. These are all land deals. They're doing the smaller parcels and they're doing them uh, in Marion County, Florida, for the most part. They're looking at Sarasota as well. But these are all, you know, smaller deals. But I think for Jeanette, the biggest thing was instilling a level of confidence in her. And the confidence came from that actual structure. She wasn't just winging it. She wasn't just asking the questions on the script. I actually taught her how to respond when people answer. I taught her how to make sure that they know she's listening and that they are heard. And at this point, uh, I think Ray's actually looking at expanding into different markets because he's got the ability to grow now because he's bringing in more profit than he was before. Yeah, Raymond's amazing. He's one of those guys that you give him some instruction and he runs out there and takes action. I still remember one of Raymond's first land deals that he made a 30-something thousand dollar profit on. He was doing radio ads when he first came on and uh, he had went through the the Wholesaling Inc. uh, radio course, REI Radio. And we just changed a couple words on his radio ad and he did over a $30,000 net profit deal. I interviewed Ray, Raymond Chandler on the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. I have no clue what number episode it was, but he was on here about a little over a year ago. But um, Jen, what do you mean? Like, give me an example. What do you mean by structure on a call? Because, you know, we make a lot of calls from people that uh, call on our, our letters, our postcards, and we call them back. And, you know, like, what do you mean by structure? Like, and, you know, if you can, in like next two minutes, like, what, what do you mean by that? Structure to me is just like routing out. If you're going on a family vacation and you're going to travel from Ohio to Disney World in Florida, you're clearly going to look at the roads that you're going to take, right? Structure is having a map and understanding that there might be detours that you have to take, but there is a map and there absolutely is a destination. And being in control of that conversation so that you just keep driving forward. You might detour off. There might be road construction. There might be a major accident and you've got to reroute. But at the end of the day, structure is going to get you to Disney World. And that's what I mean by structure. 
I like that. So a roadmap of, you know, step-by-step, if they say this, you can say that. So my question now is, how do I keep control of a conversation when it's like one of those tough sellers and they start asking me all these questions and I'm just, they're firing questions at me left, right, left, right. And I'm just answering. At the end of that call, they say, hey, thanks for your time. We really like you. I'm going to think about this. Well, hopefully you don't get that. I'm going to think about this. I like to teach people how to front load all of those objections so that they can't just think about it at the end. Controlling a conversation is something that there's a lot of, you know, push and pull when it comes to people who are very aggressive. But most of the time, if somebody wants to just talk and talk and talk, I'm letting them. And I'm writing down on my notepad next to me, all of my responses. And I typically tell them that they are moving way too fast for me. Can we please slow this down for a second? And then I go back to my roadmap. And then I ask the questions I need to ask. There are probably hundreds of ways to do sales. And for me, establishing whether or not somebody should be on the phone with me is an important part of that early on in the conversation. And if I recognize that essentially I might be wasting my time, then I kind of put it in perspective for them. Like, hey, I think you're wasting your time right now. I might not be the right person for you. That right there, that pull away, like you're firing them, basically. You're pulling away. Maybe this is not right. You know, Maybe we should just call this quits. Yes. I think that a lot of times when you give people permission to tell you no, that those brick walls they've built between you, they come crashing down. So much good stuff. All right. Last question. Last question. Jen, how can I do more deals? Like I need to know like how I can do more deals today. Like What's your best advice for someone that wants to do more deals? I've done one or two land deals or I've done one or two house deals. I'm going to do more deals today so I can quit my job. I challenge everybody to see whether or not are you figuring out why? Why did somebody pick up the phone and call your office? Why did they sign that offer letter and email it back to you? Why do they need to sell? And when they give you the why, understand that that's only the surface level. Dig on their whys. Go out there and talk to them. Ask them what they're thinking. What is it that you can do to help them today? And I guarantee you're going to get more deals if you start asking people why. Yeah, why? This is like, why does that matter? Like who, what, when, where, why, how? All open-end questions to keep them talking to like that seven layers thing, you know, that we always talked about, like seven layers to an onion. And once you get a past a few of them, they start crying sometimes. Exactly. We don't want anybody to really cry, right? But I'd love for them to uh, to feel that pain so that I can provide the solution. Exactly. And sometimes like people won't act unless it's there's a tremendous amount of pain. And by the time they act, it's gotten it's gotten over their head. And you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over. So a lot of our sellers, we see that with them. And we almost have to sometimes exacerbate that pain. So they'll take it, they'll make a decision on emotion right then and there. That's why it's like, you know, sometimes you just got to spend an hour, two hours, three hours. Uh, and I know you've done that on some of these, these sales calls and these sales meetings where you're going into these houses because you're leaving with a contract. Oh, absolutely. You just got to figure out how you can help that, that seller to make that decision that's best for them. Absolutely. We're here to help people. And if that means help them understand how bad the situation is, that's part of me helping them. 
Here you have it, Rhino Nation. We've got Genway, Sales Genway. Uh, we've been working together since April 2016. I've done over 300 land deals together. I don't even know how many house deals. I'd say over over 50 or 60 very easily. Um, Jen, you can correct me on that number. Uh, but Jen's talking about how to communicate, how to hear them to help them, how to not con them into selling their property at a discount unless it's actually right for them. Um, getting the land sharks results. Uh, our land sharks students are getting tremendous results with Jen. So I appreciate all your all your coaching with them, and you know, talking about how to do more deals. Just figuring out why why they called you on that forty seven cent postcard that you sent them, and then structuring just structuring your sales calls can be you know a, a huge game changer. And knowing what to say with that roadmap. And understanding. Jen, um, I know you're offering a super sweet deal for the Rhino Nation Wholesaling Inc. audience. Do you want to share that or you want me to? No, let me talk about it. So guys, uh, my program in general is based around not just group time, but dedicated one-on-one time. I do believe my students are getting the most value out of being able to just keep me on the phone for 60 minutes and talk about deals that they're working on right now. Real leads. Hey, this lady wants to cancel. Okay, give me a call. Let's talk through this. Let's save your deal. That's probably the lion's share of the value that they get. So today, for all of you listening, I'm going to offer you a free one-on-one session. One whole hour. Talk to me about deals you have right now. Talk to me about sellers that you're maybe having a hard time converting. uh, Buyers, if you're somebody who is also selling the properties after you purchase them and you've got a deal that you just can't figure out, I want you to call me, tell me what's going on and let me try to offer some solutions to get that deal done and put some profit in your pocket. Whoa. (laughs) That is by far way more than what I expected you were about to say. I'm glad I didn't mention it because I, I you, it seems like you uh, upgraded that a little bit from the last time we spoke. So that is amazing. You have it, Rhino Nation. Genway, how do you get, how can people get in touch with you? I want you to call me on my cell phone. That phone number is 786-390-9037. Wait a minute. You don't have a funnel or a tunnel or some website where they've got to answer like 16 questions and then they go through your series and then they get on a call with you. They can just literally text you or call you on your cell phone? I would prefer it that way. Uh, if anybody knows me, you know I hate admin work. I don't like reading forms on the screen or downloading information from my website. I like to talk. I like to see what's going on with you. Call me, text me, tell me how I can help. Talk to people. Talk to people. Here we go. Uh, Give that cell phone again one more time, Jen. Cell phone 786-390-9037. I love it. Thank you, Jen, for being on. Thank you for being such a go-giver. Um, I know you love that book. And I'm super stoked to hear the results that uh, Rhino Nation is going to have by talking to you. One hour, one-on-one consultation for free. Uh, that's powerful. And man, I would urge everyone to take Jen up on that. And uh, I'll tell you, we've, we've worked a lot of uh, one-on-one coaching. We, we did a, you ran the sales stand-up call every single morning for the last couple of years for Zek Buys Houses and the Land Sharks and Zek Buys Land. And, you know, just another shout out, Alana Cohen. She's on her ninth land deal and you worked with her one-on-one for a couple of years now. Alana Cohen, she I think she was episode 1260 and single mother for 
just did her uh, ninth land deal in New Jersey, one of the toughest states in real estate. But uh, here you have it, Rhino Nation. If you're looking to change your life, you're looking to quit your job, you're looking to do more deals, I want you to go to wholesalinginc.com forward slash land. Again, that's wholesalinginc.com forward slash land. Schedule a call, fill out that application. We can only take a few people each month. Uh, we're super, super busy, but here's the thing. If you wanna if you want to fill out that application, be prepared to take that phone call and change your life really quickly by getting directed directed instruction on how to get results really quickly in real estate. And that's by getting into land investing because it's the lowest barrier of entry. God bless Rhino Nation. Until next time. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list, as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.